nobody better than me. I think that there's better than me. Hope you see the better in me. Always end up better in me. I don't want to ruin this one. This type of love don't always All right. Hey. That got me pumped up. Got me pumped up. That's my favorite pump up workout song. Let's do some burpees real fast. We'll be right back with you guys. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> I love a good eight count countdown. Um, that song is Come and Go by, is that Juice World or is it Juice W-R-L-D? Because it's all caps. I'm not 100% of the pronunciation. If it doesn't have an exclamation point in the word, I don't want to deal with it. It's not for me. Or a money sign. It's just not for me. <laughs> <laughs> this all is right. ridiculous. Okay, actually, let's start over. Okay. These are the conversations hey, everybody. Ryan and I have. Hey, everybody. It's Ryan and Brittany Hall with the Be Bold <laughs> podcast. We are going to... Fill your cup today. Um, we It's so funny. I say this all the time on this podcast. We don't really have an agenda. We write down a couple of things that are just like current on our heart. And then we talk to you about it. This is exactly what happened. I told Brittany, because she was getting ready to cue the music up, and I said, make sure it doesn't have any swear words. And I said, what are we talking about? And she hits record. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that I think that's what makes our relationship work now that we've learned how to like really work with each other. Because how long have we been together? 2008, which makes it 14 years, 14 one years. month, and seven wow. days. Wow. That's actually 14 accurate. 14 years. Okay. So we used to fight a lot about, well, not fight a lot, but we used to, shut, Ryan's giving me the look. We, I guess we didn't fight, but our version of fighting or arguing or being like, that doesn't make sense to me. So if you tell Ryan that what he's doing doesn't make sense to him, it's like a fight. It's a full-blown attack on me personally. Oh yeah. One time I told him that the bill didn't get paid correctly or something because it was his fault. And oh man, that was probably the biggest fight we've ever had in our marriage. <laughs> okay. Anyways. What I was saying is what it comes down to in our relationship is we balance each other out because if I was more like Ryan, we probably would wait till everything was perfect and we were prepared to get started. And he balances me out because he's like, we should have some structure. And I'm like, who cares about structure? Let's just let it flow. So it's a little bit of both. But we were um, really talking about some just experiences we're having since moving to Texas things that we are experiencing um, in our hearts and our heads as we're meeting new people, meeting a lot of really great people, different people. Um, and what's funny is, I'm just going to keep it super real. Can I keep it super real? I think that would be good. Okay. It's really interesting when you've grown up somewhere and everybody knows you and then you move and nobody knows you. Zero. Zero. And I thought, oh yeah, it's going to be great. And there is an element of it that's great. Because, you know, growing up in a small town, it's either people like you or they don't, even if they don't know you. Um, but coming here, it's like, oh, I used to have a big, <laughs> nice house. <laughs> and now, I mean, we still have like, our, this house is actually bigger than our old one. But it's just funny how much little like value you put in those things. Of, oh, this kitchen's smaller. Do I even want to invite people over? Like, I mean, so materialistic, these little things that come up for me and um it, we keep reminding ourselves we can't get into comparison mode. And that's something that we just thought that we could kind of talk about a little bit today because it's really common when we're hanging around people that we look at their life, we look at their body, we look at their marriage, we look at their parenting style, their cars, their jobs, and we immediately go into comparison mode. Would you agree, right? I think so. And to, to kind of qualify this, we... When we graduate, when I, we were growing up, it was a town of about five thousand people. 
when we left, you know, a couple months ago, it was a town of about 10,000 people. So we're really small town people and we are in the big city now. Our town has about 32,000 people. And then the next town down has 200,000 and then they're just surrounded by more. I mean, there's, I think there's 7.5 million people here in the Dallas Metroplex. Yeah. So it is like fish out of water down here. So for us, we love it. We absolutely love it. And it's really challenging us on a lot of the thoughts we've had our whole entire lives. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that Ryan and I keep reminding ourselves, like, we don't want to do that because that could be so tempting to, like, keep up with the Joneses. And we talked about how so many people will go broke trying to look rich and they're trying to keep up with all their payments, but the money that they have coming in doesn't really support it. So there's a lot of stress or there's not a lot of wiggle room at the end of the month. And, um, you know, when you're in an area where people have been really successful, it can be so tempting to compare your life to and go, well, I want that. But the thing is, is when you say you want it, that's great. It's so important to know what you want. But sometimes we put the cart before the horse and we go, oh, I can afford the payment. Let's just go do it. And that's that's a slippery slope. Yeah, that's the thing. I can afford the payment. Because what do we know? We could all go out probably and buy a new, you know, name name your car. We could all go out and buy one. Because what did, what did the salesman say when you get there? What do you want your payment to be? Mm-hmm. So it's so tempting to get the newer car, get the newer pickup. You know, I, I was listening to something earlier today that said a person that's really done something in their life isn't going to be impressed by the bag you're carrying. Yeah, or your belt or your shoes or, or your, or your, your cowboy car. boots or whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? That isn't what, you know, that's what we're trying to stay away from because it's really tempting to... Go get the new outfit. Go get the newer car. Go get, I don't even yeah. know, whatever it is. Whatever, yeah. insert, you know, what what you guys do with your life. Well, and you know what's so funny is that <laughs> I love the saying that people will go broke and, or go spend money trying to impress people that they don't even like. And I'm not saying that's what we're doing. Like, that's not what we're doing. We don't have any plans of it. But we were talking about how it could be so tempting <laughs> To do that because you're like, oh, like my car is what, five years old? Mm-hmm. And I have a Suburban. There are so many brand new Suburbans rolling around here. And it's like, oh man, I would love to buy a new car. But probably not like, like why? My car's great. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's yeah, just that's one the thing. of those it's things. The, <clears throat> it's the exact, we, we wouldn't get anything different. We get the exact same thing, just new. And you know what? It would be amazing for about two weeks and then, guess what? A kid would spill a freaking smoothie in it, there's and it'd be, be the same. <laughs> where are all my parents out there? That In three weeks, there's going to be muddy, well, not muddy down here, dirty soccer cleats in the back, right? Sweaty, football gear. Sweaty football gear. Uh, goldfish ground into the carpet. Dog I mean, hair. that's just the way it is. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, you go out and you spend $90,000 on a new car, and you really, what are you gaining? Yeah, Except now you're $60,000 in debt for the next six or seven years at 3.2% interest. For what? So when you drive by, people go, oh man, they must be successful. They have a new car. And it isn't even about new cars. I mean, if you have a new car, great. We love new cars. Yeah, cool. I want a new car. We love buying new stuff. We love clothes. We love cars. We love all that stuff. So don't get us, you know, don't mistake what we're saying here. Yeah, we're not being judgy. We're just talking about how... We have to have that we have to have that open conversation with ourselves of wow, this could be something that could be really tempting and we are speaking from experience because 
I remember when I started my coaching business and Ryan was working and he was making good money supporting our family. And then I started this business and then there was a couple thousand extra dollars coming into our household. Results not typical. It's a little disclaimer. Um, But I was just doing the work and the money was coming in and we were like, hey, we should put our kids in private school because that was something that was really needed. Well, geez, that's like an additional mortgage payment. (laughs) And then we're like, we really need a tractor. And then I'm like, I want a new car. And then before you know it, there's $2,500, $2,600 in extra payments. And so that new income was just already spent. Mm-hmm. So it's such an easy thing to do. And that's where most people really get themselves in hot water. So we have just said we will never do that ever again. I think, it's, I think what's key here, this is the takeaway lesson for the day. I think what's key is to know exactly where you're headed in life and where you want to go. And be on board with your spouse and your kids, mm-hmm. right? Because it's your family that's going there. So be crystal clear on what you want and where you want to go with your life. And then don't let the next door neighbor buying a new car get you off track. Yeah. Because that doesn't, it doesn't get you closer to where you're going. That's so good, Ryan. I love that because it's having a clear vision. And that's the thing is when we sold our home and... um we bought this house and, you know, we're like, we don't want any debt. We don't want a mortgage payment. We don't want any debt. Like we have very serious financial goals. And so we have to remind each other of those things because it's like, oh, that would be fun. And so just as humans, that's such a natural thing to do. We have to really kind of watch those little inclinations and check ourselves. And Ryan and I really hold each other accountable of, oh yeah, we have to remember our bigger picture, what we said we want. And if we want to get a new car? Great. Start an account, start putting money in it. And then when we go to buy a new car, we buy the new car. If we want to spend that much money at that time, because that's a little different than going, oh yeah, $700 a month. Then you're going, oh, 70,000. Oh, okay. So it's, yeah, just a good awareness. And, um, it's kind of one of those great things to, I don't think people do this enough because we're so busy going through life just going through life, getting the kids to school, getting them home from school, going to work, getting off on time, taking them to practice, getting dinner. Life is so transactional that we forget to stop and go, where do I want to be in five years? Where do I want to be in 10 years? What do I want my finances to look like? What kind of house do I want to live in? What kind of impact do I want to be making? What do my friendships look like? What does my marriage look like in five years? You know, This is really important stuff to think about what direction are you heading Otherwise, you're going to live the same year over and over and over again and not really ever get anywhere. Yeah, you're going to wake up in 10 years and go, where did that go? Yeah. You know, your kids are going to be grown and you're not even, you know, you might not know your spouse. You, you know, might be at a job that you really don't like, but you're just kind of, you know, every day runs into the next. What do they say? The the days are long, the days are but long, the years but the are year, short. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. So I think it's really just important to take time with your spouse especially and figure out exactly where you guys want to be. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Just like Brittany said a second ago. Relationships, all that. And just yeah. figure out exactly what you want. And then stay laser focused on that decision. Yeah. Ryan, I think we should let our dog into the room because he is barking at the door. <laughs> so guys, this is our real life, you know. Um, so... One thing that um, I would suggest you do is spend some time 
with your spouse or by yourself, just getting quiet and thinking about where you want to go. Or if you're in business for yourself, what do you want that to look like in five years? Like what direction are you really heading? Um, your marriage, your relationships, things like that. Where are they heading if you keep doing the same thing you're doing now? Is there growth there? Is there advancement there? Is there um, like a higher level of consciousness that's being achieved as you're working on yourself? And I would just say, what does that look like? And here's the thing is when we create goals and we create a vision, there's always going to be obstacles and things that are coming up trying to throw us off our game and make us question ourselves or want make us maybe want to make a quick decision that's not actually going to be good for that outcome that we're looking for in the next year or two. So it's really important to be aware of those things that are coming into your life. Got anything to add to that? Or was it just so good? Yeah, I think that was really good. It's just so good. So, um, so that's important. And then the other thing that I had written down is who are the people that you are surrounding yourself with? That's huge because Ryan and I work with a lot of people and we see people who have amazing communities of people with their family and friends around them that are so supportive. And then sometimes there's people that have goals and the people that they surround themselves with actually don't support them. And they're like, oh, why are you doing that? Like we were talking about that earlier when it comes to work and business. You know, people that are like, oh, you shouldn't work so hard. Don't you ever relax? And it's like, usually the people that are saying that are freaking broke or they have some shit life that you would never want. But then it's like, you're going to let them speak into your life and try to give you advice and tell you that you need to not be grinding so hard. You know, it's really interesting. So who are you allowing to let speak into your life? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Whose advice are you taking? Yeah, they um, don't take advice from anybody you wouldn't trade places with. You know, so when your mom or your dad or, you know, an uncle or something is talking to you about, buying a house or saving money, maybe look at their life and say, are they where I want to be when I'm their age? Mm -hmm. And if it's no, say, hey, thanks, Unc. I appreciate that. You know, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for loving me. And then, you know, do your own thing. But really try to challenge your, try to find someone who is doing things that you want to do in your life, but you haven't done them yet. Who, you know, maybe you want to get into real estate. Maybe you want to, um, you know, maybe you want to help kids in church. Maybe you want, I mean, anything in between, like whatever you want to do, find somebody that's doing that and then go seek wisdom from them. Go seek wisdom. Yeah. That's exactly it. And I always loved that about, um, when I was teaching group fitness at the gym and I would have these ladies who were anywhere from in their forties to 70 and I would call them my wisdom ladies because they would speak life into me at times about things, about just kind of like not, things aren't a big deal. Like don't be rushing so much, you know, because they had more years, more experience than me. And then I know that we have friends in our life that, you know, we would take certain advice from. And that's the thing too, is maybe some people it's like, well, I would never want marriage advice from you. But when it comes to business, you freaking know what you're talking about. And so seeking out the right people for the right situations in your life, just to um, ask for mentorship, wisdom, guidance. And Ryan and I have had some really great mentors in our life and people that have taught us so much. So always be open and willing. Um, if people give you bad advice, just say, Hey, thanks. Thanks for caring about me because that's really where it comes from. And you don't have to tell them, no, that's not true or whatever, but you don't have to prove yourself right. You don't have to prove them wrong. Just say, 
Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And then go on about your day. Yes. And find, find somebody that you want to learn mm-hmm. from. It's interesting. You know, I look back on my life. I'm 42 now. And I've done some things in life. Had some successes. Had some failures. And it's interesting, you know, when you look back and the people who, you know, like Brittany just said, they, they speak life into you because of, from love, from a place of love for sure. But some of it, the advice wasn't good and you either took it or you didn't or I did or didn't. And then there's a lot of people that really did have your best interest and they knew things and you follow their advice. And it's just really neat to see, you know, kind of the mentors that we've had looking back. So to the young people listening to this, real, I really encourage you to, you know, find mentors, find people yeah. that really can speak to you on where you want to go and what you want to do in life. It's, it's, there's no, there's no replacement for experience and wisdom, that wisdom that you get from just living and learning and age and raising kids and going through situations. There's just no replacement for that, you know, and we're all eager 18 year olds at one point that know everything. know everything. Oh man. And I love that because they just have these bright eyes and they have so these ideas. Energy energy and they're like I'm gonna do this and it's like that's great I never discourage it but it's like maybe maybe think about this you know do what you want to do but you know here's an idea think about that and so you know what when I was a young woman just you know going into college and I remember some of my favorite adults were not the ones who would try to be like oh you're young and so many people told Ryan I when he first got married because we were so happy and we still are so happy but people would be like, oh yeah, that honeymoon stage, it'll fade. It's like, because they had a shitty marriage. So they spoke like, not life over us, but like. They spoke their experience. They spoke their experience over us. And so one thing I would say to all of us who are maybe, you know, as we age and we see younger people, don't put them down. Like don't put down young people and try to like push them down and tell them they're wrong and they don't know. Like Yes, sometimes kids need some perspective, but I think that as adults, we can do it in such an awesome way where we can build trust and build relationships with young people because they need people with wisdom in their life, but to speak it in the right manner, not be like, oh, you don't know anything. You're just 17, but like, hey, that's a great idea. What else do you think? Or what do you think about this? Or what if this happened? You know, and really asking questions and making them think think instead of telling them what to think teach them how to think questions are so powerful so um and then young people maybe realize hey people older than you they've just done a few more things than you they've probably had a few more bumps and bruises than you you know once again like ryan said if their life seems like a mess and you would never want it maybe don't take their advice but be respectful you know but Maybe look and go, what are they doing in their life? Oh, hey, maybe I should listen up. Maybe I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. I do like that qualifier you put in there because I was a young truck driver. It's what I always wanted to do. And so I did it when I was 18. And I would drive with all these other guys that were, you know, 50, And 60. you were really good. I was really good because I had yeah. a passion for it. Like, you can't believe. I, I wanted to be the best. And so um, I like that Brittany put that qualifier in there like, just because they're older than you and they've been doing it longer than you, know your ability. Yeah. Because there was a lot of those guys that weren't, they couldn't, they couldn't tell me anything about our job. No, like Brittany said earlier, maybe they could tell me something about marriage, raising kids, all that stuff. But just, you know, be confident in who you are, but be open to a new idea that you might not be aware of yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And, you know, just as we, even me, I'm 35 
And still people will be like, oh, you're so young. And you know what? I love that. And I'm like, yes, I am. But I've also done quite a few things and had a lot of experiences and learned a lot of skills and met a lot of people and worked with a lot of people. And so that just gives us perspective. And so, um, you know, we can all learn from each other. That's one thing, too, I've noticed about all these um, social interactions that we've had and all these amazing people we've met. You can tell when somebody's truly interested in you by how they listen to you and the questions they ask you. And then you can tell the people who just want to talk about themselves. And so that's not a judgment. It's just like, a oh, and I've walked away from some conversations with people going, wow, I don't even know why I was standing there. There was no point. Like I didn't even have to stand there. They would have just talked about themselves and you walk away and you don't feel very good. It was like, that just didn't feel good to me. And then some people see you, they look at you, they listen to you. And I love those um, kind of conversations that are two-sided where it's not just about me, but it's not just about them where you're truly getting to know somebody. And so that's just an emotional awareness. I think that we can all have when meeting people, when talking to people, when talking to your kids you know, with they're telling you about something, don't be on your phone. Give them your full attention for freaking five minutes. Um, if you're meeting a new mom at school, maybe she's brand new and she doesn't know anybody. Look her in the eye and find out about her. You know, we have to like be better about connecting with people instead of just all about running the conversation and being all about ourselves. That was total random side note. I don't know how I got off on that, but it's still good. So that's just an awareness that I think we can all have is slow down, listen to people, evaluate your life, evaluate what you want, evaluate the people around you, um, be open to what people have to say, wisdom. It does all kind of go together, even mm-hmm. though it's not all kind of separate. <laughs> and I say enjoy your life. You know, every, it's, it's so, um, what's the word, cliche, mm-hmm. I guess, to say life is short. But, you know, if you really think about that, it is. It goes, you know, it picks up speed the older we get. Well, we're not guaranteed 100 years. Everybody acts like we're guaranteed this long life. We're not. And so really enjoy your life. Enjoy the people in your life for what they are. You know, like if you have family members that, like we were talking about earlier, earlier, you wouldn't want to take life advice from. But maybe they have some hilarious stories. Oh, yeah. Just enjoy it. Enjoy life. Enjoy Enjoy being with your kids. Enjoy where you're at in life right now we're just kind of getting into the really busy phase of life where you know the kids are in sports and that's four or five or six days a week and you know we're trying to run businesses dinner and we got to work we're trying to get to the gym and go on a date night (laughs) keep the house clean but just enjoy where you're at because just like we learned from having kids you know kids when they're younger it seems like everything in life is a phase yeah and nothing lasts forever so enjoy where you're at yeah And okay, I'm going to end the last thing. So this might even be another random curveball, but it goes with what Ryan's saying is I asked him yesterday because I was doing a Peloton ride and it was with Kendall, who I love. And she was talking about, it was this song that came on. She's like, oh man, I remember my freshman year of college having this on my iPod. And if you don't know what an iPod is, you good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she's like, just walking on college campus at 18, like this is my life. And she's like, I was so filled with joy and excitement. And I thought, when is the last time I felt like that? Where it was only joy and excitement with no strife or stress or how am I going to keep up with this or is everything going to be okay? And I thought, wow, I think it was when Ryan and I got engaged. I didn't have, I, I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about a mortgage payment. I was 21 years old with a diamond on my finger. I met the guy I wanted to marry. I was so excited. 
everything was so great. Our families were excited. We were planning a wedding. Like everything was so fun and exciting and just so joy filled. And I thought my life has dramatically increased since then. How do I not wake up with that same joy? And the thing is, is it's a choice. And I asked Ryan the same question. I said, when's the last time you felt that joy? And what'd you say? Well, I mean, I really loved moving down here. That was really amazing. That was really exciting. But you know, there's yeah. some, there's but there's some the unknowns that, that come, yeah. but like, when is the, so I want to ask you listening, when is the last time I want you to stop and think, when is the last time that you truly felt joyful about your life? And now I want to challenge you to find that joy in the today, in the now, in the present moment, because worrying about things and stressing about things is never going to help a situation. It actually, when you think about what you don't want, you will actually draw more things to you that you don't want. It's just the laws of attraction. But if you think about waking up with joy and working in your gift and working in your passion and connecting with people and being in the now and staying present, all that other stuff will sort its way out. It'll sort its way out. If you just keep doing the work, you keep finding the joy, finding the things that you love, it'll work out. I just, I know it will. And so think about the last time you felt joy. I just think that's such a great feeling. It just puts a smile on my face thinking about joy. And where was the joy in today? Where was joy? Ryan and I, so rare, we took an hour nap. And we don't do that. And man, it felt good. (laughs) And so be okay with slowing down. Find the joy in your life. Find that presence. Find that just that level of consciousness and um, enjoy the people that are in your day. You have anything else you want to add? Everybody have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great week. Um, Please share this. Share this podcast. Tag us. We'll restore you. Um, We just want to reach more people. But the thing is, is we need your help to do that. So anyways, have a great day. Let's go.